2: It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis.
3: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name is Blue. Alongside him me is the world famous Joe Grande, and you are now tuned in to the greatest cannabis show on the planet. I say on this side of the Bay Area. Oh. <laughs> well, we're in Southern California, guys, so we have a fantastic show for you guys today. Joe, let us know what's going down.
4: Well, thank you guys all for listening to the podcast, Cannabis Talk 101, all around the world, 132 countries and counting. Yes. You want to give us a call? Please do, 800-420-1980. That's 1-800-420-1980. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, and so much more, at Cannabis Talk 101, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark's at Waslaw, Craig's at Waslaw dog, and they're both busy right now, or if they're not still fighting or making up. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande52. And our guest, you can find him at Papa Shogi, S-H-O-O-G-I-E. And of course, Papa is P-A-P-A, real simple. Latham Woodward. Hey, hey, what's up? Good to have you here, brother. Nice he is to be the here. CEO and founder of Sense Distribution. Slash now at Sense Distribution, they offer a unique and refreshing solutions for cannabis brands. He also is the host of the podcast, Dazed and Infused. Which I uh, got a chance to listen to, and he's had a lot of uh, great guests, a lot of the same guests you'll hear here. But we like to also encourage people to, you know, listen to other podcasts as well. So you can hear that one. Uh, and on his website at Sense Distribution, I kind of like this little short bio right there Sense Distribution gives brands a safe, reliable platform to distribute their products. So that being said, Latham, talk about. Sense distribution first before we get into also the you know of course uh, podcasts and everything else. How did you come upon this and and, and how did you get this started to help out cannabis brands?
5: Well, it started back um, 2017. We got the kind of idea get into cannabis. I've been doing my own kind of uh, freelance thing on side, let's say, and um, sense distribution came to pass because we wanted to have an outlet to sell products right um but we didn't want to only be hamstrung by a manufacturing license because that's really then i have to deal with all sorts of other issues So by being a distributor, it gave us the opportunity to white label with a manufacturing base, both in Southern California and Northern California, get the products out that we needed. And then it also gave us the ability to switch gears if we needed to with those manufacturers if we didn't have good relationships. So we just came out of the gate with our sugar first, our agave second, our stevia now, and then we've diversified those lines a lot since then.
4: So would you say it was easier for you to start it that way? Normal companies, so to speak, brick and mortar of, like, sugar, agave, shit like that, rather than THC fucking cannabis where you're like, this is going to be a little more difficult and a lot more red tape that we got to go through.
5: Yeah, man. Um, The THC aspect of the sugar and agave was to me groundbreaking we talked about it before blue you know yeah. it's like uh it's a good product and it's necessary on in terms of like your staple product you're gonna have it every day you're gonna use it every day Yeah, cannabis community is a little you know they're not so accepting of new and different ideas but they're coming around and we've got real true believers out there with our
4: product so am i confused then because it, you did all this as T H C the, the oh, yeah. sugar, I was confused. I thought you opened the company with real sugar, real agave, putting in a distribution no, company. So no, no, I'm no. I, I heard different than what now you're saying. So as I heard you speak, I heard you speak saying you're pushing out regular sugar, not T H C product sugars.
5: No, but that's give, the way I heard it from. No, you. I'll give you a little background on me, though. My grandfather and my great uncle both worked for back then. It was Holly Sugar, part of C N H. Um and pure cane sugar, pure yeah. cane sugar.
4: Hawaii. Yeah. Love the song. Uh, Bone in the uh, sun. Uh, yes, yes. And
5: uh, so they did that for a long time. I was in the tequila business, um, along with another business I owned, and I also had a wine distribution company too. Um, When I was in the tequila business, I would bring up truckloads, meaning 50,000 liters of tequila at a time. We'd send it up to Monterey Wine and Spirits. It would then be distributed in bottled products throughout the country. Well, in the course of me being in the tequila business, I learned a lot about agave. Going down to Tequila, Mexico and Guadalajara, um, I met a lot of great people. And they got me into loving the agave cactus, the Weber Blue Agave sure and so, i use it in my
4: in my coffee he, all the time i love the yeah. guy, you see me have the agave yeah. here yeah
5: it's a miracle um sweetener it really is good low glycemic index it's 92 percent fructose the rest is sucrose and glucose so even if you're diabetic you can use it you know i would
4: check with your joe's products. like i know baby hey player that's why i've been on it for a minute like uh, my wife go. turned me on to it about a few years ago whatever and i mean when i'm here in the office i'm sure you're looking at it going what the
3: hell is oh, this he, he runs around with like a spoonful of it just eating it straight from the spoon he's like like a you know yeah i,
4: I put I'm it in just, my nose the yeah. whole nine. no just kidding you're gonna be one of my true believers very yeah. soon. <laughs> no 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 but i i love it and so you started then doing all this other. i i would assume that that really gave you a lot of great preparation for jumping into this cannabis as you what with, with the history like you have with wine distribution and you know uh, manufacturing tequila, i mean but yet it's so funny as you say that because i smile in my head as you were saying that thinking What bullshit the rules and regulations are that you could have a truckload of tequila and distribute it, you know, but you can't have a truckload of cannabis and distribute it without all this and that extra BS that you have to go through to do it, or let alone to sell that much?
5: There's a lot of rules and regs with alcohol, though. I mean, but um, they're similar. But the fact is, the quantities we are doing are so huge. It's true. Your point is well taken, because why can't we do this? Why can't we move this kind of... Product um, into the the mainstream market. It's getting there. We'll see what happens, and certainly there's going to be a lot of changes with all fifty states coming online fairly yeah. shortly. I'd say.
3: You know, it's 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 interesting that, you know, you're coming. You come from a, a very, you know, business background, which is awesome, and you bring your your expertise to the cannabis industry, and then now you know, distributing these products. What is your take on on the two? Like, do you see us scaling? And catching up to the the alcohol tobacco industry or do you feel like it's just gonna be a crippled industry for the rest of our entire lives
5: <laughs> no man I see can- I see cannabis being as big as alcohol perhaps bigger eventually um, the health benefits of cannabis I'm a I'm just an advocate advocate for cannabis sure I love the plant always have loved the plant and What's happening is now we're getting into a situation where more things like my product, other products like the hot sauce we were talking FA Ninos, you know, they're coming out with good workaday products that people use every day. Also, I run into a ton of people who are just like, I can't be boozing like this anymore. Sure. I mean, I'm 57 years old, right? But there's people younger than me who like already have alcoholic problems and they just can't continue down that road. And believe me, it's a dangerous road. Alcohol has destroyed many, 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 many lives. Yeah. And families and all that. I mean, it's, it's,
3: and, and I, I don't know that cannabis, you know, I, I think it, it's, it's definitely, it's, we know it's not addicting, right? So it's not actually addictive, but it is addicting in the sense that, you know, you, the motions, the smoking, the inhaling of 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 any uh, sort of of smoke and, and not only that, I,
4: I would um, say that I would cannabis has ruined some families as well. I, I was about to say that because you can't yeah. sit here and say there are those people who we we're talking about it this weekend actually that smoke cannabis and are in the corner all fucked up. There's just like those people who drink alcohol and, and act like an idiot and go to jail and punch and push and do whatever. Like, cannabis isn't for everyone. No. Not everyone can do cannabis and go to work and function.
5: No. and you also Some get, people
4: can't function on it.
5: You also get those guys who are, like, sitting in the corner, like you say, and they're smoking and they're smoking and they're bonging and then they're dabbing and they're just ramping, right? Ramping it up. And you're like, dude.
3: How how hard do you want to go? Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> where, on. Where does this you, end? <laughs> you, is that 500
5: milligrams for you today? It's
4: not noon,
3: okay? Come yeah. on. No, that's, that's Mark Washington. Well, though. Yeah, Mark. Mark
4: will do more than that before noon. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah I, he, I can't and, do that. And, but, you know, I'll, to, to give him credit, he does function... You know he does function. Oh, and I'm not saying that he's, a, he has a problem a, with it at all. I'm no. saying he does
4: function. You're yeah, right. You no, know, he could maybe down. some unfunctional excuse, and maybe he needs to mix it with the cocktail of some. Well, sort. he
3: was just talking to uh, Bang when they were here, right? And he's like, Do you, "Can I get a ten thousand milligram?" You know, and and she was like, "Can I ask you why?" And he's like, "So I could get a good night's sleep." And she's like, "You're not afraid of that?" And he's like, Actu- "Actually, no." And and I've seen him whack down a thousand milligrams in a setting and sit here and hold conversations, and two hours later, still in in full understanding of what's going on. Whereas if I take thirty milligrams, I'm like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, "Whoa!" I don't want to be here. Yeah, you know, get there's me literally to, no know. one I've
4: seen take as much as he can do. Me- and if, there's a lot of people that say, "Oh yeah, I can, I can," but. Mark goes, I mean, he could do like the biggest dabs you've ever seen in your life. And that's right after smoking a joint, probably doing an edible and still vaping on his pen the whole time. And after he does that, he's still walking in and still vaping on his pen. And
3: then going to court saying your honor <laughs> and getting you off of a case well yeah. you know
5: you have heard of weed holiday right a weed holiday isn't where you go on holiday and smoke weed right a weed holiday is when you take 12 days off and you're just not smoking anymore and you come back to ground zero and it happens really quickly like you can come down to your like baseline zero and then
3: ramp back up take 2 weeks off is what it is yeah right? man you got to do and, it and see and that's
4: where i i think with i wish he was here so he could argue this with us oh, because I'm i sure want to say yeah but this is where i think that addictive part comes in because there's well, I don't think no way and his argument I already hear it why would I come off my medicine to go back to ground zero so you can become so better you can with get it really right. enjoy you know there, there's a reason why and if it's your medicine and you need it or want it or does it help he could argue that, which I and I agree with the argument. Don't get me wrong, but then it becomes excessive, right? I want a ten thousand milligram. It's like, dude, that part becomes the word excessive.
5: This is the bonging barrister we're talking about, right, Mark?
3: Yes. Yes.
5: Yes. You know, it's just you gotta. You gotta bring it back down and then go back up. That's it. that makes it part of the fun actually because you relearn it again.
3: Sure. And 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 you can actually get high again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, one of the thoughts that that um that I, I've actually personally went through is, you know, when I used to smoke, I, I used to smoke and, and every single day, all the time, and it was pretty, you know, systematic for me. Wake up, smoke weed, lunchtime, smoke weed, break time, smoke weed. After work, smoke weed. If I'm in the in the studio or recording studio, smoke weed. I would literally smoke every single day of my life, and it, it it wasn't until I was a little more mature that I started realizing that I wasn't operating at my best capabilities while stoned like that. I just right. don't operate as well now. I see a lot of great, high-functioning, you know, individuals, critical thinkers that can smoke weed all day long and still bust out like nobody's business. Sure. For for me, I, I don't feel that way. So,
5: it's to each his own. Yeah, no, I everybody just, has their own dose.
3: Yeah, and their own tolerance level, right. for sure.
5: That's why you know when I started out, we we made all of these packets uh, that you see in front of you. They're five milligrams, and I've been seeing in this for two or three years now. Everyone's like, why don't you make it 20 milligrams? Why don't you make it 10? You know, Because I don't want to. Because I want to make it five so you can ramp. You don't have to you know, go hard sure. to start.
3: So let's talk about the product lines you do have. So sure. you, you got sugar, agave.
5: Sugies is sugar, agave. Um, we have the home baker bag, and that's eight ounces with 100 milligrams. So you can just scoop it. There's a scoop in there. We got the Stevia for people who are sugar intolerant. This is with fast-acting water-soluble, so activation is five minutes very quickly. Um, We have a number of other products coming out. We have um, pourable agave, which won't be in the sticks. It'll be in a a little vial that you just pour it out and makes it a little more convenient for your cocktailing at home. Yeah. Um, Liquid? Yeah, yeah, just agave, just normal old agave. And this
4: is all Shuggies, correct?
5: All Shuggies products, Yeah. Um, and we are converting the, uh, our Shuggy's agave into the fast acting, too. So when you pour it, you can have a cocktail in five minutes. You'll feel it.
4: And five milligrams is what everything is. Across five milligrams. Morning. That's correct. It's funny that you said I was just in Palm Springs and uh, these a couple got five milligram gummies. And some people were like, you know, is that great? I'm like. And I too was saying low dosing, going higher. If you want fucking three, do three, and now you got 15 milligrams. Right. Yeah. I mean, but you want a low dose. And I agree with you so much, Latham, as far as that's the proper way to use it. There's no reason. And if if you know you need more hints, the Mark Wassermans of the world and the people that go hard every day, I I actually said you go harder, but. The other suggestion, which is, you guys, slow down for a while. Take a break so that you can enjoy it again. Weed, weed holiday.
3: Weed well, holiday. It, it's like drinking. Jump off. Listen, if you drink every single night, right, you need to gradually start drinking more. Like, no matter what. Like, I understand. I've done it. I've been there. I've started drinking every single night. And then, and then I'll say, you know what? I'm not going to drink for the next couple weeks. And I'll stop drinking for two weeks. And then I'll think, oh, I could have a, a stiff cocktail. And holy shit, I'm laying there going... Dude.
5: Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you, we've all seen that guy at the dive bar, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's like old Uncle Sam, and it's like, dude, that's your 13th cocktail, and he's still talking. Yeah, you know? he's not even falling Just because his tolerance is so high, you
4: know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I'm impressed with of guys that can just do that, or girls that could just go so hard. There was a gentleman this past week, and again- that was just going hard, had a beer in the hand, drinking a scotch, and you know, 20 minutes later, and just fucking all the way the same way. (laughs) The same way the whole time. Dude didn't, never lost his cool, (laughs) never lost, and I looked at him going, I don't know if I'm just jealous and envious, or I'm just so proud of you, or (laughs) I don't know what it is, but you know what? You could fucking hold your own liquor, whether it's a good or bad. Yeah. Your liver is gonna be shot in a second. Yeah, man. But it's uh, it's pretty impressive.
5: <laughs> yeah, the detrimental effects of alcohol with the liver problems and <sighs> the rest of it are just horrible. And the kidneys and all oh, the other good yeah. crazy stuff. It'll ruin you.
3: Well, guys, we want you to check out Terpene Warehouse, Dope Minerals, G Four Live, May twenty-first through the twenty-third at the Mandalay Bay. Guys, we hmm. will be there. Travis Barker's performing live. Cali FX Week. Connector, Dime Industries is going to be in the building. Guys, we're excited excited To see there and Bud Tender's Awards, it's going It's down. going to be
4: a great thing. We'll come right back. I want to hear so much more from Lathan Woodward, the CEO and founder of Sense Distribution. Shuggies is the line. Plus, we're going to talk about, of course, his great podcast, Dazed and Infused. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this. Woo!
2: Make sure you check out the G4 Live presented by the Bud Tender Awards with Cannabis Talk 101, iHeartMedia, and Travis Barker. Go to G4Live.com to register while Exhibitor Space is still available.
3: Welcome back to Cannabis Talk One Hundred and One. We're here with Ethan or Latham. I'll go by Latham. Ethan's Latham. His but- brother. Yeah, <laughs> <just kidding>. Latham. <laughs> Woodward. What's up, bud? Not much. Uh, you know what's funny is I, I you remind me of Ethan of uh, Cal Normal. Yes, I see that. You know know him?
5: No, I don't, but I've heard his
3: name. You know what's
4: funny is you do. You know what's funnier is is, is even now when you say that, I fucking look at him and that's exactly, (laughs) I was wondering who he reminds me of. And that's why earlier I think it was off the air, I asked you your age because I wanted to see if we were around the same circles around the same era that I was in the Bay Area as I was looking at you going, he Mm. definitely looks familiar, but what is it about him? And he, he was. When uh, I said that,
3: it, it resonated And I
4: think that's why, because I was like, I totally, know him from somewhere. Yeah. And I think it was. That's it was, why I was yeah. like
3: Ethan. I'm like Latham. Gosh, isn't Ian. It? Is it Ian? It, it's Ian. E- e- Ethan, Ethan. Oh, is it Ethan? Ian. Oh, Ian. Ian from Ian from, uh, Ian from uh, e- Normal. Cal Normal. Cal Normal. Yeah, yeah. You're very. You, you and him are very.
4: Just he's a really ugly what what fucking call? guy. <laughs> <We'll have> to, <laughs> I, I got a face for radio.
3: Yeah.
4: What do they call it? No, Dopp- Doppel- we like him a lot. Doppelganger. Good looking, big, strong features like yourself. So Lathan Woodward, CEO and founder. Doppel- of sense distribution, Sugies. So, Suggies, you've heard all about the brand, the line. Did we miss anything about it that, that that's not out and about? And better, better yet, where can people find this product?
3: You can find
5: our products uh, throughout the state. We're of California. Yeah, um, up and down the state.
4: Uh, are we going to other states anytime soon?
5: We are talking about it right now. Um, we're looking at different markets. We're actually talking to people in the UK about a CBD line and nice. Malaysia, believe it or
3: not. Nice. Yeah. I got an Oklahoma plug for you if you want to d- jump uh, into Oklahoma. Oklahoma.
5: We've been talking to some people
3: in Oklahoma as well. Yeah, I got a, uh, one of our one of our sponsors is uh, in 400 stores. Oh, yeah, 400 stores, and they they're actually um, they might actually end up using your products because they're they're a edibles company. And um, yeah, so I.
5: I'm glad you brought that up because we do do um, B2B sales. Okay. We have a number of brands right now that are using our products in their brands. So we have For Us Gummies is using our stevia in their brand. And that's w- funny you say that. For us,
4: another yeah. Yeah, for us,
5: yeah. yeah we're using um, our products daily, and we're trying to get you know we're waiting. For the stick packs, um, for the lounges to open back up, you know. Mm. Um, that would be so great. Can you imagine putting yeah. that there in your coffee oh, or your yeah. tea?
4: Uh, 100%. Well, Jake, Unbelievable. Jake
5: out at Captain Jack's, you know, in San Bernardino. He's good friend, and he's he had to shut his, his giant dab bar down. And we're just waiting for him to open up so we can offer our products again at the dab bar.
4: Sure. Latham, how much hands are on? Are you with this? Are you the fucking chemist, or working with the chemist and the scientist to figure out all these remedies to create these well, beautiful bef-
5: pieces? Before we came on the show, I was <coughs> having a long, hard conversation with our fabricator up in Sacramento. Shout out to Infusion Factory, and we're having some issues. And I, tr- I'm there as much as I can be every day and as far as the SOPs go they these are my babies i came up with the ideas and the SOP itself came from a lot of good people how to get our procedures down so these things bind correctly the agave took us 18 months wow to get it, cuz it, it was separating
3: right. the oils were separating absolutely it. yeah
5: cannabis oil is a difficult product to use you yeah. know um a lot of people discover that the hard way like i did
3: you know, it's funny you say that because a lot of people don't realize that this plant it it it, it works really well with like fatties, you know. Oh yeah. And, but but if you if it's water, you know, it's soluble. It's very difficult to 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 work. So talk about some of those pitfalls. I mean, you said eighteen months. I mean, that's over a year. What what what? Why? What was going on?
5: Separation was a big one. You yeah. know, holding holding a liquid um like agave with an oil in stasis and having it being in solution long term is very difficult. We do have some minor additives in there. They help it hold in solution. Um, The sugar has been, you know, the sugar is not brain surgery. Okay. It's a fairly straightforward process. I can't go into it obviously here, but we use a multi-stage process that gives this um, continuity and really good consistency in the product. So if you took that baker bag, for instance, I made this specifically for people buying brownies at the market, right? you go going to Ralph's or Vons or Safeway.
4: That looks like a sugar bag.
5: Yeah, dude, yeah. And, you, and you grab your brownie recipe, you need sugar for it, you go, hmm, 100 milligrams, brownies, boom. You know what that batch of brownies is. It's 100 milligrams. If you want them super sweet and you want 200, well, you know what to do. Two bags of sugaries. super easy. And the cost profile is such that if you take sugar's home baker bag, for instance, and you put that into that brownie recipe and you get 25 brownies out of it, Check out how much money you save when you're not going to the dispensary and buying individual brownies. You can right. literally make your own, right. you know what I mean, yeah. your, your own
4: supply right there. Yeah. It's so funny, Nathan, as you say all this, because I'm sitting here thinking, going, what's harder? The science are the laws that you have to deal with, because both seem like yeah. it could be very fucking difficult and yeah. long, as Blue just mentioned, six months, whatever. So it's like, and the laws that constantly oh. are changing. How about, and-
5: how about testing? I'm stuck
4: in. I meant laws right and regulations. Yeah. Is, yeah, what i what I mean. So you have, you I know, a nightmare going on right now. You have the right. science and this other part that you're going. They can both take forever to figure out. And once you think you figure it out, especially from this, the law side, they could change it any second. Oh, they flip like a card. Right? Oh, yeah. That's the worst part about. It. Then the this BCC the saying this, the state saying that, your local city saying this, oh, yeah. and it's like, wait a minute.
5: It's like hitting a fifteen, and you get a seven flop. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we we all really
4: know about that part, and the science. It just seems like it's just can be just as difficult as you got to figure out what's going to be the oils to the sugar and this and that. It's got to be just nuts for you guys.
7: It,
5: it it's. We've kind of come to a place where we're consistently tranquil about it. We don't freak the F out. Yeah. That's the hard one because um, we actually have a reputation now about the people who don't freak out because so many people come into the game, they send their stuff out to testing, something goes wrong, they lose their shit, right?
3: Well, it's their money. They're it, freaking out. <laughs> well, I've been there, but you can't
5: you can't rush it, right? right. Cuz you try to rush it, it's only going to go bad for you.
3: Well, and then how how is that batch go for for sugar? I mean, are you testing one portion of the batch and the one you do, the whole batch is bad? I mean, We've never had a bad batch, thank God. Got you. Knock, okay.
5: Not plastic or whatever.
3: Yeah, wood. Yeah. So so the, the the thought process behind that though is um, is is it easier than testing flour? Because you've already tested the flour no, going in, right? it's
5: su- so- super hard. In fact, our labs have to redo their stacks in their testing equipment all the time because they're just not used to utilizing those machines to test things like this. Gotcha. The agave was a real pain in the ass for uh, labs to test because it, the stacks weren't used to it, and it would gum them up, and they'd have a real hard time with it. Wow.
4: And wow. your company here, Sense Distribution, you guys are distributing, it looks like Shuggies, Little Nicky's. Got Little Nicky's right there on the <coughs> table
5: in front of you. I'll yeah. leave one for you.
4: Oh, nice. And what is Little Nicky's exactly? Little <gasps> Nicky's
5: is a really good pre-roll made by our buddy Nick Giordano. He's a seventh gener- or fifth generation uh, green grocer family out of Philly. And he makes a really nice pre-roll, smokes well, low cost, and he's in a ton of dispensaries. He just got into every sugar, are um, well not sugar store, cookie store. And uh, for the, it's a great value. You know, you get them like for five bucks, but you're getting a 70% flower uh,
4: pre-roll. Wow. Yeah. So the high, half a high, gram or a gram? How half much gram. Are, half a gram? gram.
5: Yeah, but it's a great price and a good thing. And then we have uh, F.A. Nino's Hot Sauce, which you can find in Vons and Safeway and Ralph's. Um, that's their non-medicated version. Uh, we now have purablis, um, tincture, which is an old school kind of tincture, full spectrum. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Did you bring any of that?
5: I don't have any. Damn person. you! I will get out of here some. now. Come <laughs> on! I, I will send you Lace, some uh, <laughs> a licensed distributor.
3: Yeah, this, this is Joe's like specialty right there. He's I a pop tincture. it all
4: day. Tinctures. I'm like, I oh, love yeah. tinctures. Well, that's a my go-to. One. Like every day, like three times a day. So CBD golfing. though. Yeah, exactly. All CBD. Clear. Boom, boom, boom. Underneath my tongue all day, three times a day.
5: Yeah, and tinctures my my groove at night too. You know, just to go to bed and relax, get that good night's sleep. You know, I was. Can we backtrack a little bit talk about you know Mark and his sleep thing? You know, I've been reading a lot because I had this really weird thing happen where I had this separation from reality and dream state where I was hitting it hard with some heavy, heavy tinctures. And I would wake up and I'm like, am I am I still dreaming? What the fuck's going on right now? Right. And so I started to worry a bit about it, you know, and I just I went into it thinking, oh, well, maybe this is normal started doing a little research, there can be a separation between your dream state and your waking state if you're still high, basically. And especially, I was taking a couple too many um, droppers of tincture. And so- With just CBD or with more THC in it? Uh, heavy THC. So okay. I was doing um, like mm, 30 milligram per- Oh, wow. Yeah, it was- 30 to one? It's yeah. Just fucking- but it was good. Um, but there's definitely this, there's this fine balance point, you know, right. where you hit, where you hit it hard.
4: Craig, it's funny because we were actually talking about the heavy usage with Latham Woodward, the CEO and founder of Sense Distribution, and Shugies is his brand and his knowledge of cannabis. And Craig, we we're talking about how Mark, you know, asked the lady from. Um, What's the chocolate company? Bang. Bang. He wanted a 1,000-milligram. 10,000. milligram, ten thousand, ten ten milligram thousand. bar to go to sleep at night. And, and He, he and needs 5,000. Yeah, at, just for at he night.
7: Consumes five thousand mil- he consumes 5,000 He day. A day? Yeah. He yeah. consumes 5,000 no, a day? No, no, no. I don't think 5,000 a day. I think the other night, because he was so worked up from the whole day, he felt the need
3: to take 5,000 milligrams. Boom. And, and you know what's funny, though? Is I've seen him take well over a 1,000 and just be present. <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs>
7: I do 30 milligrams, yeah, I got to hang over the
4: next day. Yeah, dude. He, I, I'm He'll just, do 1,000 and it's like noon president. on a Tuesday <laughs> no, I and he's, he's going de- to court. I
7: think he's definitely built up a tolerance. I think that's a, that's, that's a thing.
4: Well, Latham used a good analogy and a good phrase, which was a cannabis holiday. And the cannabis holiday is to come off so therefore your body can reset, which I think that is smart for people who are heavily consumers and like blue mentioned just like even with your alcohol right when some people are heavy usage of alcohol you want to take some time off so that when you go out again and you have a few drinks it's like oh there it is there's my good buzz yeah rather than i need if if you drink five drinks every day five drinks ain't gonna do shit for you after about six months
7: we 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 said that I i disagree why because three four nights a drink or three four drinks a night i'm getting my little buzz no, no, but but I'm not drinking all day.
3: No, but, but you don't drink every night, though, dude. You'll get a, Yeah, he does. So we get a tolerance. <laughs> I know, I know my brother. Bro, and not only like, that, that look at no, me when yeah. I said it to him, like,
4: "How dare you ask me that on the hey, air? Mind you know your own what? What? Hey, fucking business."
3: Hey, seven days a week, baby. Maybe he he doesn't drink on Sundays. But listen, uh,
4: you know, not I, day. You
3: know, not
7: but day. But that's Sunday after like seven. <laughs> that's after five
4: p.m. Right after your dinner. Yeah,
7: absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's It's after it's, the whole day's over. Dinner's over. We're
3: chilling. We're watching TV in the
7: backyard and. uh... We have a few drinks.
3: You know, I, I I do too. Which is nice. I I do too, but but I, I have to take a break sometimes because. And when I do, I was just saying, when I do, and I come back to drinking, you know, I I get litty like a titty. Like I'm just mm. so I'm so faded. It's like whoa. You know, and 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 sometimes I overdrink that night because I have taken a week off or two weeks off cuz I like to cleanse myself out. Like I don't want to just drink every single day cuz I start feeling it. I'm like, mm, I could kind of tell like I'm getting tired every day because I've been drinking 5 days a week, you know? It happens. So I'll take a couple weeks off and then I'll come back to an, a, a, an alcoholic beverage and if I if I'm not conscious of it or if I didn't eat that much that day, dude, I can get, you know, just pretty pretty trashed and I don't like that either so. Yeah. yeah.
4: So when we come back, Latham, we want to do the high five with you. And before we get into that, we want to talk about the podcast, Dazed and Infused. Yeah. You can find Latham on Instagram at Papa Shuggy, P-A-P-A-S-H-O-O-G-I-E. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this.
2: Make sure you check out G4 Live at Mandalay Bay in Las Vegas, May 21st through the 23rd. Presented by the Bud Tender Awards, Cannabis Talk 101, iHeartRadio, The Pot Brothers at Law, Cali FX, Connector and terpene warehouse will all be broadcasting live go to g4live.com now to register
8: Take
3: a hit, get lit, sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 right here on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your downloads. Make sure you check out Terpene Warehouse, Dope Minerals, G4 Live, May 21st through the 23rd at Mandalay Bay. We will be there. The Pot Brothers at Law will be there. And CaliFX, Connector, and Dime Industries. It's going to be going down real Also, Travis Barker
4: will have a pool party, and I believe Craig's going to be on stage with them with this with his highlights and you know the little neon lights. Is that, are you still doing that, Craig? Yeah, you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's no, gonna be it's the, crazy. The well, home. Craig started <laughs> the rave scene way back when. Is Craig the oldest one of us? Well, I know a
7: bunch of his songs.
4: Oh, I'm knowing? Do you really?
3: I really believe you do, huh? He went no, and looked him up as soon as he heard Travis was going. He's like, let me pull up Travis Barker. Blink 182. No, you know, you, you,
7: bro. He, right. Once you said Blink 182, yeah, then I knew who he was. Yes. Yeah. You but can. Travis
4: Barker, you're like, who? And then, oh, Blink 182. I wouldn't he, know he people is. Of that.
3: He is Blink 182.
4: I mean, yeah, he, exactly. He's the man. So we're all going to be out there. It's going to be great. So, Latham, let's talk a little bit about Dazed and Infused for those who want to find the podcast. He is the host of it. You can find it anywhere and everywhere you get your podcast. What is it about?
5: It's basically, I like to think of myself as a um, historian for cannabis. I've been in cannabis my whole life. You know, um, I started growing when I was 13, started harvesting with my uncle in Santa Cruz when I was about 14, 15, and um, just been around it. It's uh, changed my life and for the positive, always for the positive. And uh, I want everyone... To know that mainstreaming cannabis isn't a weird thing. It's a normal thing. Cannabis is normal. Cannabis is a gift from God. It was given to us to use and you know, use it and make it part of your life. Don't don't think it's something evil. And I try to change minds every single day. And I do that by getting good guests on my podcast who have a good perspective on what cannabis is and what it did for them and how it can change your life and their life. And And I get great stories out of people all the time. I try to interview people in a way that they are asked questions that they don't normally get asked. The only person I've ever fanboyed over that I've had on is Tommy Chong. Yeah, but it's Tommy Chong. Yeah, we had fuck. Yeah,
3: Tommy Chong's great. You know, he's it's a fun, trip. You know, you know, it's it's funny. We were just talking about this yesterday. We had Tommy Chong and um, Carlos Santana on the same day. Wow. And and it was it was oh, that's a, a, that's a big get. It was a, yeah. It, and you know, for me. Like, yeah, I've met Tommy several times just being in the circuit, you know, and I've had him, you know, worked with them, you know, on a couple different projects. But when when you, I, I didn't fan out on Tommy because I maybe the first time I met him, you know what yeah. I mean? But like after you've seen him in the, you know, you at the at the Cush Dock or a, a High Times Festivals and he's there or whatever, it's like, what's up, Tommy? But Carlos Santana, I was like in my seat going, dude, this is like epic, you know, because I grew up, my mom's a fan of Carlos Santana. Oh, yeah. My whole family is like, you know, I'm, a, I'm Puerto Rican, so it, it was... what? Yeah, Puerto Ricano. We love when it hey, comes bueno. out like that. <laughs> so but we were saying how you enjoy
7: interviewing people. <laughs> yeah you know um it's craig. <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was about to interview blue when he asked him yeah. hey, that you, you me, hear craig. that
3: you hear how much he cares about you puerto rican cats out there be careful craig man <laughs> that's the <a> truth <laughs>
5: no but, but just being just being i like to get the interviews in the can so to speak so that we have their perspective and we have that historical footnote because whatever happens in cannabis we're all here today this is the forefront of it right Guys like Tommy Chong and Cheech, Marin, they, they did their thing. That was the real OG. Yep. They really pushed that out. Right now, if we don't get these people and we don't hear from them and their perspective, it will be lost forever. And people will not remember what this industry was before it was even an industry. These are important things to, to historically footnote because it's going to be a lot bigger. It's not even going to be a lot of time and all of this shit is gonna be like, oh, well, who cares about those people? Well, I care about those people. And everyone should represent and understand these people brought us to where we are. If it wasn't for people like Steve D'Angelo or Andrew D'Angelo's brother, and Cheech, and Tommy, and in so many other people, we'd be, we'd be fucked. We would not have an industry. We would just be sitting here in regulatory environments that the government tells us we have to do. So I like to hear what people have to say. Well, we'd
4: be living still in this propaganda fucking state of mind, Absolutely. thinking which we still what, are, which a lot of people are of this reefer madness well, that goes on. That they're, they're, you the know, corporations would have no
7: backs to stand on is what it is. Because yeah, of all these people that have went on, to jail, they're, they're even on the, on the B backs backs reels ours,
4: that were artists that my traveled kid twice, tra- you know, felony
7: charges. Yeah, snow. going I mean, and going and growing for they, patience. I mean, so I mean, it, it, the the history is there and. And uh, people have no clue where it's been and where it came from and, you know, big corporations, I'm doing more deals every day with corporations coming in and having no clue.
5: No, and they, they don't care about the culture. That's why what I'm doing, right. I like to have that footnote. Keep the culture Remember going. this. Remember these people.
4: And the good part for Mark and Craig is, and it's, that's not even a joke, it's like, fine, big corporations, come pay your pay your money. I'll help you do we're it. We can learn. Is- we can learn. You can learn the history. But, just pay your fucking bill. We're, <laughs> we're
7: representing a lot of people who came from the what people are calling now, I guess, is legacy. The, the Legacy. Which I think that's kind of cute, but... Or it's traditional. Traditional. No, yeah. or... What do you it's like, just Craig? Illegal. It's, it's just illegal right now, yeah. is what, what it is. I'm it's been hey, Mark, th-
4: th- Craig, that's been the normal term forever in my book. The illegal... It is, elicit, it is
7: what it yeah. is. You know, it, the, the they leg- try to sugarcoat I mean, it. Really, the legacy market would be, theoretically, those who were legally operating under the laws as they existed then You're right? and now are transitioning into the regulated market. So the, the legacy market was they were they were legal operators. Granted, it was a felony for First, defend it later. But it was the legal market. Now you have the regulated and the illegal, and uh, and then the both.
5: Yeah, the both. Well, yeah. Let, let's, <laughs> let's, let's not talk about that right now because that's a deep conversation. Oh my God. Jesus. It's, it's horrible. Oh,
7: it's it's, kill, it's, kill, it's We're forced to. I mean, it, it, it's killing it, it, the legal operators. But and and we have and and we get so many people from the illicit market come in for a consult. They want to get licensed so bad. They really actually want to get live. Some don't care. We'll just keep doing it forever yeah. until they're done. But a majority want to get legal. But when I tell them they want to open up a store, and I tell them, well, one third of the st- cities in the state of California allow it, only one third. And of those one third allow cannabis, less than 20% allow retail. And then the ones that do allow retail, they only allow five. And of those five, they go on a, on a, on a competitive application or a weighted application right. asking, do you have
4: other retail store licenses? And you're going to spend about 70000 for that application that you won't get your money back even if it I doesn't mean, go it's, through? It's, it's dishor- matter. <laughs> Yeah There's you know, that so, part too. That's so forget ca- ca- California Cannabis Resto-
7: Reform Project, I, I don't know if I got that right. We're going to bring more information on that for California anyways. Hopefully that is going to if they can get that on the ballot or get the politicians to make a move, that is going to take away local control from the city so they Can't ban it.
3: Wow, that So that be, means it opens well, up every city? Yeah,
7: Wait, it's game time. Let, let's
5: address that real quick because you know that the transportation law, right, where counties and cities were starting to say, no, 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 right. you, you can't do that. But the state came in and go, you have no jurisdiction. These roads are free for travel anywhere. So right. delivery services can go up and down the state. You can get effed because this is the law, okay? Follow the right. law. Right. Don't invent shit because it's convenient for you, <laughs> right? right? Well, right. It's, I mean,
7: what the I funny part that. is it's the cities who brought this, who brought this, Uh, that action you're talking about and it's the you know the majority of people in the state of california including the majority of cities said we want our path to legal tested
3: cannabis the people
7: have voted and and there's still less than 20 percent of the cities out of 480 something cities there's still less than 20 percent that allow it so if if there's a if it may be an initiative that if people don't get up and do it i mean i i'm gonna i don't know i'll quit I'll quit because it's not worth. (laughs) Because we have the people have the power. Here he goes again. (laughs) It was showed in the last election. People have the power to step up and say fifteen percent's ridiculous. Five percent. The cities don't get control. They can say zoning-wise where it should be in their city, yeah. but they can't say no to it. They can, People have to still go through building, planning, permitting, and all that other stuff, so they have the control over that. But as far as saying yes or no, they'll have no control. And it'll get rid of the—it'll it'll have the retailer paying the tax, the actual tax. Right now, it's a made-up concoction that the distributor—that the retailer has to pay the distributor on some fake markup uh, on taxes, and there's so many that will be at the cultivation tax and all that there's taxes we're going to bring that up later down well, another show or two and talk I about wanna, that
5: but i want to address something you just said right there too because i'm the baseline of american how we are as americans taxation without representation and guess what cannabis people start making a stink because you're not being represented you're paying tax you're not being represented that's bullshit yep yep it's, it's sure funny is. you say it sure that and it's so, so
4: true Because, like you said, you're paying the taxes. Those people should be represented. Absolutely. And they're paying high taxes. It's not like they're 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 paying more than the the, average fucking person than the average company. The the legal
7: regulated market, the margins are nothing. They're nothing. People are going like, why did I get out of the old market? I mean, I'm doing all this work and I'm making razor thin margins because of all the taxes and regulatory bullshit. It's
5: making the black market worse.
7: Oh, totally Every making day. it worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, so they need to open up and let everybody. If we actually Costa Mesa just opened up. Yes. With a non-competitive bid process.
3: That's right. Means everybody what does that did? mean exactly? Un,
7: un, and there's no cap I've got for a now. Location.
3: I've got a that location. That means I got a location. I do. I if got you're one. you're smart enough, which
7: one. we can't guarantee anything, but on a non-competitive application for any activity in the cannabis market, I'm not going to guarantee we're going to get your license, but you're going to be hard pressed not to. No, and, and because here, it's a matter of, here's and, the forms, here's the documents, here's the schematics. As long as here, you turn in all your paperwork All your paperwork in, in
3: baby. that's it. And it's
7: not going to cost you a million, trillion dollars to it's get still,
5: it. But it still costs me. It's a high tax rate. So. Well, well, it is going to be
7: a high, and it might be a very high, uh, which could be a small price to pay if you really want a retail store. I hate to say that, because they have, they have one of the highest, 52 grand, I think, for their non-retail licenses. Yeah. Um, non-retail? Non, no, that's what their non-retail was. We're waiting now to hear what their uh, what their retail uh, license application fee is going to be. But at least you know you're going to get it, right? Pretty much. More than pretty likely. Pretty much. More, I mean, way more than likely. No it's one can a higher anybody percentage dice it. roll, huh? Oh, it's way high. Yeah, oh, that's it's good. It's way high because if you can find a zoned property and lock that up. I have it.
3: I then, have one. Then I got you're one. good.
7: And they're allowing retail, yeah. non-retail. I, did you, I don't know if you knew this. They're allowing currently licensed non-retailers in the city of Costa Mesa To get a 15-day head start on the application process.
3: Currently non-licensed. Uh, no, 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 no. Non-retail. Licensed, oh, non, non-retail. Non, yeah. yeah, licensed, non-retail. So all the other guys that have licensing Manufacturing, there. have got
7: A 15-day head start's not much. But I it, believe but it's, it's something. Yeah, It hasn't exactly come out yet, so that's just kind of the word of mouth that I'm hearing. I've Costa
4: Mesa is so nice because a lot of people there. come from all over the country and just you know reside uh, for stays on the coast right there. Well, and Costa the Mesa fun, is a, a funnel. Like, if you're going to go to the Ritz, the funny thing if is, you're going to go to this place, yeah. Dana Point, they funnel you I mean, literally on boats. I got
3: one on harbor. Boulevard, oh. guys. So just, I'm just pre-telling you now. I'm I'm coming out on <laughs> Harbor Boulevard and Fair. We're gonna right license by, our right name, Papa fa- the Law storefront. Yeah, let's go. I mean, I, I'm I'm super ready to do it. Go. I'll give you a good deal on that, Blue. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'll give you a good deal on <laughs> so it. So many know, good things happening <laughs> in Latham, Woodward, the
4: CEO and founder of Sense Distribution. Check out his podcast, Days and in Infuse. It is now time for the high five. Sweet. Here we go, Latham. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where'd you get it from?
5: Twelve years old. Stole it from my mom. Nice.
4: nice. was a smoke. Was it a joint? Was it a pot? No. Nah, she bit to put just in a pipe? had
5: it in her stash. Her sister had given it to her, and uh, she didn't smoke it. So I found it.
3: Good for you. Yeah, like we a, all find that like shit. Like a bloodhound. Oh, I, used <laughs> to to I still from I my dad. I all smoked time.
5: it with my cousin. Edie.
3: He knew it too.
5: Edie, if you're listening. Good times. Thanks, Thank buddy. Buddy. you. Question
7: yeah. number two. What is your favorite way to use cannabis?
5: Mmm, I still like to just blow a doobie.
4: No? No Shuggies agave?
5: No, I mean, I love Shuggies, but I'm, I'm not always, you know, down to, to make something and drink, you know. But if I have a nice, nice smoke that I either grew or hand-selected, that's where I like to go. Question nice. number three
3: of the high five, craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis, Latham.
5: Wow.
4: <laughs> i like the smile i like the thought process oh
5: Doo-doo-doo. uh probably san francisco city hall on uh, top of the rotunda um uh, prior to gavin newsom being the mayor i think willie brown was the mayor
4: good old willie willie brown
5: nice yeah. you smoked with willie no but i partied with willie yeah oh, willie. he's <laughs> one of back. the smartest men i've ever met man he is really hyper intelligent super super chill guy i love critical guy. thinkers yeah.
3: man
7: i do you
4: number four craig go ahead what are
7: your go-to munchies after you get high? I'm a chip guy.
5: What kind oh, of yeah. chips?
7: I like ruffles.
5: Well, I like do cheddar too. cheese ruffles, man. I'm straight with They're you. Evil. They're, They're evil. They're evil.
3: They're evil. I like plain ruffles with sour cream and onion oh, yeah. dip. That's bean sour dip. cream and onion dip. Damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, but
5: if I'm going big, I just go Mexican food with yeah. al-, al pastor.
3: Ooh. Oh, man, that's the yeah. I just learned fun- fun- yeah. what that man
7: deadly. Fun- you just figured that out? Well, we had the taco guy over a couple times lately and my taco you guy know, I don't know if it's yours, yours or not, but... Remember someone, I sent you my made, talk. Maybe, about maybe it's your guy. I don't know. What's his name? But that El Pastor... I, Jose. i like, what is that called? His brother's host beef. We had chicken, Ooh. beef, carne, but I'm like, what is that? And that El Pastor was like, oh, my God. El Pastor with some pineapple chunks. Oh, oh, that's fire. Yeah. I'm
4: so hungry for Mexican food, you guys don't even know. <laughs> Question number five of the high five with Lathan Woodward. The CEO and founder of Sense Distribution and Podcast. Yes. Dazed and Infused. Make sure you check him out. Support the brother right there as he's been doing... Doing his thing forever. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and why?
5: Boof, that might take a minute to think about, but that's a really good question because there's a lot of people I'd like to smoke with. I mean, I'd like to smoke with someone like Albert Einstein. Yeah. And just get deep. Uh, we like can make that happen, actually. Or Sigmund <laughs> At least the lookalike. Hey, show him because the Because
4: Craig's father, I don't know if you know this, not Mark's dad, because he, he was a different dad, but Craig's dad actually looks <laughs> like... Drive. Albert Einstein? Not only looks like, but he plays him in several oh things. Oh, my God. He books gigs as an Albert Einstein lookalike. Your dad yeah.
5: looks like Albert
4: Einstein. Oh, yeah. And his dad smokes weed.
5: Yes. And uh, uh, hits or, fastballs.
4: Or, Carl, or, Carl, or <laughs> Carl, miles.
5: Carl Sagan, you know? Something nice, like just yeah. a trip and a half, you know.
3: That'd be great. Yeah. Good times, you
4: guys. Finish this because I have to go use the little girl's room. My bladder's kicking in my well, gut.
3: Well, Ethan,
4: <laughs> well, I I'll go Latham.
3: by that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm gonna call him Ethan forever now. How about hey. Latham? You know, he, doesn't he look like Ian from Cal Normal? Uh no, D- no, the, no? Go. all right. Whatever. Hey, hey,
5: blue, before we depart, uh, you know, we're talking about historical people in cannabis. There's a guy that, um. OG Gary Lowe from Emu uh, yep. Oil Original. I Emu Oil. Yeah, Gary's he's the salt of the earth, one of the best people on earth, and his project for the Butterfly Children and his original Emu Oil and how it helps these kids who whose skin literally falls out their body. I gotta just shout it out to Gary because he's he's doing God's work right there. Awesome.
3: Well, thank you. Thank you, Latham. I appreciate you coming on the show. Thank guys, you. You know, and, and you're welcome to come back anytime. I feel thank like you, we're going to be working together here shortly. So I'm I'm excited to, to see what the, the world brings us, man. It's
5: all good. That's the cannabis world.
3: There it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We want to thank you guys for joining the show. And remember this, if no one else loves you, we do. Who does? Right on. Peace
2: out. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.